man. Love all you guys, and that's the bottom line. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Because Stone Cold said so. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. We have audio of the conversation between Mayfield and the Browns. Things were going so great. It's not you. It's me. The Rich Eisen Show. He has every right to say what's up. Earlier on the show, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts, ESPN college football analyst Todd McShay, basketball Hall of Famer Paul Pierce. Coming up, Raiders defensive end Max Crosby. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, and we come on the air in the third hour with three NCAA tournament games in round number one being uh, active all at once. And the first game of the day, Michigan versus Colorado State, is under the four-minute mark right now. Colorado State at one point had a 20-20. 8-13 to 13 lead on Michigan, which has the ball and a six-point lead right now on Colorado State. And um, Hunter Dickinson, uh, the uh, Michigan uh, big man, um, uh, Colorado State, if I've read correctly coming into the game, has nobody taller than 6'8", and he has just been, you know, like, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, great uh, legendary Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> who puts his pant legs on one uh, one leg at a time. It's just that when he does, he makes gold-plated records. I need more cowbell, baby. Wow. T.J. Jefferson uh, with, a, with a, a nice imitation right there. Thank you. It's great. Very good. Just, just ask him. He'll He's tell got you how good, good it is. I, mean, I like it. <laughs> that is true. Um, so <laughs> Providence is up 43 to 27. Um, 37. They're in the second part of 43 to 37. Pardon me. In the in the second half, uh, Memphis and Boise State, an eight nine game, um, tied at uh, at 12 early on in the first. Half and Norfolk State and Baylor just tipped off. And this is a big game for my daughter Taylor, who chose Baylor to repeat because <laughs> it rhymes with her name. Makes sense. That's great. That's great. And she chose chalk for the rest, which makes her a very dangerous participant in our going to challenge. Destroy us. <laughs> my uh, youngest son, Cooper, chose UCLA because he likes Johnny Juzang. Oh, likes him. yeah. Likes him. And I told him that he was an excellent choice. Because uh, I root for the team whose coach still dresses in suits and ties. <laughs> and uh, Mick Cronin does that, man. Yeah. Uh, I chose, by the way, I chose USC to make the Elite Eight. They really? are both good. UCLA and USC were I, both I chose really USC good to. My Elite Eight are. Um, I chose Kentucky to win it all. Um, I've got Gonzaga, Arizona, and, and Kansas as my other Final Four teams. I chose uh, Kentucky to beat UCLA in the Elite Eight. I had Gonzaga beating Texas Tech, Arizona beating Villanova, and I took USC, you know, because uh, I took USC to win in the, the Sweet 16 to give Wisconsin the mush, as we do at Michigan. So um, that's my bracket right there. Yeah, Mick Cronin, Rich, just got a six-year contract extension today. He deserves it, brother. He deserves it. I can remember there was a time where this day was for me the, the biggest day. Yeah. Like there was a time five straight years mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh where I would schedule my work. I would get this Thursday off, and me and my friends would go to a bar for like seven, eight hours and just watch basketball all day. It I used to do the same thing in NFL. The you know, you have to put in for days off kind of early, and you I would, would always off. put 
this Thursday and Friday off in one year. Syracuse was playing up in Sacramento, and I drove up to go to the first two round games. <laughs> yeah, this I couldn't pull that at ESPN. <laughs> yeah, you're a little bit, <laughs> no, you were a little bit bad. more important that ESPN been, than that was to the Wood Street Footlocker in I, Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm taking off to go watch some uh, my, March my, Madness. My first Sports Center was a Sweet 16, uh, or no, pardon me, it was a round of 32 Saturday. Your very first show? Yeah. Yeah. It was a round of So you started 32. on a Saturday? I did. Well, they weren't going to put me on, on on a sports center on on a weekday. Saturday was kind of the sweet soft spot to kind try and hide somebody before the Saturday, ESPN News. Massage the new guy. In. So it was me and Larry Beal. What time on the Saturday? Larry drew the short straw over the new guy. It was like a seven o'clock Eastern show on a Saturday, and it was Phil. I mean, the action was nonstop. Oh yeah. And I remember I had about I had about ten, twelve highlights for yeah. the half hour show. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like, boom. and uh, there wasn't a single highlight that I had personally seen before going down. So you were flying blind. I was flying blind, and I remember going down for my first sports center and thinking to myself, I haven't seen a damn college basketball highlight. There was one, like, um, uh, I think NBA highlight that I had seen or uh, a hockey highlight or something. And I just remember thinking to myself, I have two choices. I can pee down my leg or just go with the flow and this is my dream moment and I'm going to go with the flow. And the interesting thing is I did both. <laughs> you peed anyway. Huh? That's well, where you got to look the shot you, sheets perfect, Rich. Did you oh, fertilize and right? water? It's got to be like just one you gotta be say, say that again? Did you fertilize and water? Or I, just... <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, but I started planting the seeds of a career. How does that sound? Hey, man. But that was March Madness is when here? I did yeah. my first sports center in 96. It could be that, oh my God, this could be like an anniversary date. I, I wish I knew what my first Sports Center date was. Mitch, hold on, I'll tell you. Ooh, look at this. And this that, could be it. To think that that day led to this, okay. man, think about it. That's amazing, bro. It's great. Honestly, amazing. I think this was, it was a mar. I, my first day there was, um, was uh, mid February and then they, uh, of 96, and then they had me observe. That's when, you know, Again, ESPN News is created after that, and they would just take anybody new and throw them on ESPN News. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this may be an anniversary date. Do you see? Is there a date over there, Chris? That you see? I'm 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 trying to find it. So, at any rate, uh, right now, gee, Michigan is yeah, at the three-minute mark, up sixty-six fifty-eight with the ball. You know what? You, you know what, Rich? Hold on. You know what? Second half team this year. You know what? Your first ever Sports Center was yesterday. Wow! Oh, March sixteenth. Wow! So you Steve could, Austin Day? So it, it should have been Rich Eisen Day. Rich you didn't Eisen claim Day. it because because uh, uh, six <laughs> years ago, on this day, we actually got Larry to call in. Wait a minute. This was ninety six. Ninety six. It's the same day. It's like the well, same. Day. I mean, Austin's didn't happen on that day, well, but right. it happened in ninety six. Is what right. I'm saying. So. So it's Rich Eisen Day. So yeah, it's so because in, oh, in, yes. in 2016 yeah. we got we, Larry called in to talk about it. Man, I was so nervous. I bet I was so nervous, but it was a dream come true, man. Wow! So yesterday, yesterday was the 26th anniversary Oof. of my first Sports Center. I believe so. So this is my 27th year of national broadcasting. Congratulations! Thank you. Thanks for the golf clap, guys. I believe so. It's very nice. So, um, 
Before we get to uh, Max Crosby, he's going to be calling in in about uh, 10, 15 minutes time or so. Before we get to him, um, I, I just want to chat about what's going on with the Browns and Baker Mayfield a little bit here. Is like, what is the Browns plan to put everything back together with Baker? Are they really going to go into the season, his final year, walk year there, with him knowing they sent the entire organization to Houston to talk to Deshaun Watson? Knowing that his reaction to that was to send out a love you guys, Cleveland. I've given everything that I could here, right? Missive. And if Mayfield is available, would you go get him? Depends on your team. I know that, obviously. Would if you I'm go Seattle get him? and Indianapolis, I, I, would, absolutely I would absolutely do that in a heartbeat. I'd go get him. Absolutely. I'd take him over Drew Locke. I'd take him over Sam. I mean, it's absurd to even say those words. The Sam Ellinger, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 or Jacob Eason. I'd take him over Sam Darnold. I was literally just Carolina. about to ask you that question right now. I'd take Baker Mayfield in Carolina right now. If well, I were well, The problem is they're already on the hook for Sam Darnold for the $19 million. The story as to why it has not worked with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland is what? Hugh Jackson to Freddie Kitchens to their current head coach. Okay. And their current administration. And Kevin Stefanski and him together, not only does Stefanski win coach of the year, but he wins a playoff game. And that Baker Mayfield team, led team, goes to Kansas City and damn near knocked off the Chiefs in that game. If it wasn't for that dreaded rule of the fumble... Kind of Going through that. the end zone gives the ball back to the defense that was on its heels at the end of the first half, which it was in Kansas City. And then they run it back. They get Odell Beckham Jr. back. They look, you know, good enough to win in week one in Kansas City, blow it late. The defense wasn't any good. Baker and the offense, it takes some time to get Odell involved. The Odell and Baker not being on the same page, not working together, is such a mystery. And we could sit here and say the answer is it's Baker's fault because look at what Odell looked like here. Is Stefanski's scheme right for Baker Mayfield? Is he a quarterback that doesn't adjust to what the coach wants? Whose fault is it? Well, I'll tell you what. If it's... Baker on Indianapolis, or it's Baker on Seattle, or it's Baker on Carolina. If I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm going to work so hard to get to those places right now. I don't want to work. I don't want to play in Cleveland anymore. Even if he's not the adult in the room and somebody's telling Chris Mortensen what? That he's they want an adult at the quarterback position? And he's tweeting that out? And somebody is saying that about me. And even if he's the one who has been creating the problems, I still want the hell out. I want to go to a new spot to show them what I can do with them. And just maybe I'm now walking into a free agent year, dialing it up. I would make sure I'm a Colt. That's what I'd do. Get my agent on the horn.
Call up the Browns and say, send me to Indianapolis. That's what I'd do right now. Because you saw what he did with the run game that was working very well. How does uh, Jonathan Taylor fit you? <laughs> I would say that fits. And then if I'm Cleveland, oh, Nick Chubb, though, if you know? I'm Cleveland, what do you do? You put yourself now in the position that the Colts are in. You put yourself now in the position that Seattle's in. And if I'm Cleveland, I, I, I don't know. What the hell's going on in that building with the two of them? But you heard McShay's here, and what I've heard rumors at the Combine as well, and just couldn't believe it, is that they're done with Baker. And what are you going to do? Just go in with Case Keenum? Is that what you're going to do? You saw what it looked like that one game, and you're like, I, I think you can make it work, and it damn near worked in Minnesota for one year, and we can make it work and figure it out. Do you go and use the 13th overall pick on a quarterback? Is that what you do? Or do you just make it work with Baker Mayfield? This is a wild scenario. Wild. i got to tell you, the, the Deshaun Watson return, never in a million yeah, years wild. did I think the one team it would affect the most, other than the team that obviously Deshaun was going to, would be the Cleveland Browns. How about that? And you can't blame them for going in the direction of seeing what Deshaun Watson can do, Right. Right. The problem is the problem. The problem is, is Deshaun wanted to see you and wanted to meet with you Mm -hmm. and wanted to flex his considerable leverage, as is his right. To meet with you. And owners, general managers and coaches, I'd like to see you and I'd like you to come to where I am so you can't. Do it at the combine where nobody notices. Well, that's right. You can't do this under the radar. You couldn't do it. This was. A difficult process to go under the radar because the whole world is trying to yeah. find out what's going on. So well, we've been wondering too, Rich, if a team was going to take the kind of college approach to quarterbacking of, okay, you got your rookie deal. We got four, maybe five years. Let's see if you can do it. And we kind of thought maybe the, you know, the, the Ravens, the Ravens maybe, but now it could be just Cleveland. Okay, we're done. Let's move on. Let's draft another guy and start the process over again. Well, I, I, it's that 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 notion for me is that somebody's always just going to keep on choosing a new quarterback because they don't want to pay the quarterback and make the fact that the rest of the team would be hamstrung cap wise to build a good team that you want to build out and then the quarterback's the fungible position. That would be somebody that still liked the quarterback. This is born out of we're done here, right? But that would be the closest thing to it. And I keep saying to Cleveland Browns fans, what do you 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 know, look at what you used to have. Baker's much better than, you know, twenty of those quarterbacks that were, you know, I was on the back of somebody's jersey. Yeah. To re- remember all those people that Joe Thomas blocked for. Another point too, when it comes to Deshaun and either one of the a- NFC South teams. Uh, people were pointing out that Matt Ryan has a $7.5 million roster bonus due tomorrow. This has got to go. This is coming down. It's coming down the pike. It's amazing that it's the, the day after the new league year, and we still haven't had an answer on that. But, you know. Also just saw that Tom Brady is recruiting uh, Julio Jones to the Bucks. I would, too. Wouldn't you? I think so. He just can't stay healthy. He's just not the same guy anymore. Yeah. 
Julio Jones and Mike Evans, two of the best receivers in the history of the NFC South on the same team with Tom Brady at the controls. Pretty sound, sounds pretty good with Godwin coming back and Gronk. He just wants to put together one more dream team, it appears. And look, just to put a, a, a button on this whole thing is every single team that's looking for a quarterback right now or somehow um, winds up in that position, if you're Cleveland, I would say Baker would make Indianapolis and Seattle much better and would give them an out at their quarterback spots that don't appear to have somebody like Baker Mayfield's talent level coming in. The only one that I would sit here and say might actually improve the situation because you think he can run your offense better and he's more of a mature guy and he's gone to a Super Bowl before is Jimmy G. Like if you send him to Indianapolis or send him to Seattle, you get some draft capital back that you can then flip for Jimmy G. Would you do that if you're Cleveland? I think I I think that's might be their plan here. Also, Jimmy G just kind of fits with what Cleveland wants to do. They I think to, that's the idea, but why not Baker? They why want to run the ball you? and play defense. Boy, if this is the end of Baker Mayfield's run in Cleveland, it just like the uh, the, the answer of what the hell happened there will go straight up uh, with why did Russ have to leave Seattle and why didn't they give the ball to mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch? Mm-hmm. Especially that'll, be, if, that'll be further down that list, but place that one down in the list of things I'd love to know one and day. And especially if he goes to another team and immediately, immediately makes the playoffs and has a positive impact. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. We've got our friend Max Crosby when we come back. What a story he is. Because I noticed that the day that he signed his new contract was the two-year anniversary of when he was first sober. And he signed a contract almost worth $100 million. Talk about turning your life around. And Chandler Jones is now going to be rushing the passer with him in Las Vegas. So when we come back, Max Crosby right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I know it's, it's funny that I'm saying this after I said Max Crosby's realizing his dream. I mean, he and his dream have gotten back together. <laughs> they have. <laughs> outside of Max Crosby. Hey, everybody, when was the last time you considered your dream? Seriously, the one that you used to think about all the time. You can live a totally uh, live a van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. We've been talking to you about it for quite some time. In case this is your first rodeo about hearing this, there's innovative safety features that you can expect in a Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about. Features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist, Amazing performance and reliability, you can expect that. An MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. So if you're looking to reconnect with a family member or go on a vacation, go on walkabout, drive about, or maybe even start your own business. There are so many of these vans that I'm seeing on the road going from points A to B, making sure that ends meet. You should head to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership right now and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with Max Crosby of the Las Vegas Raiders in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the uh, Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. We're all big one happy family. The first game of the NCAA tournament, first first round game of the NCAA tournament is in the books. And uh, my alma mater that was down by seven at half, won by 12. So they kind of did to Colorado State what Indiana did to them in a way in the Big Ten tournament to put them on the bubble. And the bubble didn't pop. And Michigan moves on. Moving on. In the NCAA all right, do tournament. Do we all get a point for that one? We yeah, all I pick. got it. I think we all, we all, we all pick. Uh, yeah. And next up, and next up. Oh, you all we, did oh, say yeah. Michigan, did you? Oh, yeah. Next yeah, up yeah, for yeah. them might be Tennessee. Ooh. So my 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 alma mater could break Brockman's bracket. Like this. On Saturday. Because you chose Tennessee to win it all, Christopher, right? I did. I did. Oh, I did. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That would be perfect. That would be great. Mm, I would take that. Uh, Providence is up by six on South Dakota State with under four minutes to go. So there are no more TV timeouts to go in that one. Uh, Memphis and uh, Penny Hardaway. So wild to see him coaching yeah. on the sideline of an NCAA right. tournament game, right? Uh, uh, Memphis on top of Boise State, 27 to 19. Baylor is destroying Norfolk State. Already up by 17 early on in the first half of that one. So that's the update on March Madness as we turn right now uh, back to our guest line. And uh, boy, do I love this guy. And he's a second team all pro, a Pro Bowl pass rusher, an elite pass rusher who has broken the bank in Las Vegas, Nevada. He is uh, one of the top pass rushers now with a new near $100 million contract that he just recently signed. He is Max Crosby here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Max? I'm doing great, brother. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. You got it. Absolutely. So we couldn't help but notice on Wednesday's program towards the end of our show, 
we saw the tweet with all the googly eyes from your Twitter account. That was to promote the fact that you were coming on this show, right, Max? All those googlies? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Just want to make sure. Make sure. Uh, at least that's what we thought. Um, and then about 20 minutes later, we heard the news that Chandler Jones was coming to Vegas. So you could be honest with me. Shoot me straight. What were the, what were the eyes for? What were the eyes for, Max? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I was elated uh, when I found out the news. Um, you know, Chandler is... Uh, He's like a big brother to me. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, I honestly, I had no idea that any of this was in the works. Um, and you know, once once I found out, I freaking lost my mind because Chandler is, you know, he's always been one of those guys that I can call and talk to about about football, about you know anything. Um, so I've always been a, a huge Chandler Jones fan. I love his game. I love the way he plays. Um, he's a future Hall of Famer. So. Um, once I got the news, we immediately called each other and we we're freaking <laughs> going nuts on the phone and uh, we're just fired up, man. So, um, what, what, give me a little bit more on that relationship. What, what did you first meet him and, and, and what do you mean by that? He's someone you can call and talk to anytime. What about yeah, big brother? So, um, you know, we, we linked up a while back um, because we train with some of the same people um, and, Co- and Coach Buckner coached him in Arizona. So, we know each other through that as well. Um, so we always kind of, you know, I've always been like a big fan. You know, I look to him as, you know, just a, a great player, somebody I wanted to be like. So I always try to, you know, pick his brain at first and just ask questions. And then it kind of turned to a, you know, a better relationship. And we always stayed in contact. And I was just asking him, you know, about certain situations. Like this past year I was going on like a, a sack slump. I felt like I was playing my best football, but I couldn't, for some reason I wasn't getting sacks. And, you know, just reaching out to him about things like that and how he handled it. Um, and, you know, just bouncing things off him because he's, he's done it at a high level for so long and it's somebody I aspire to be like. So just having those conversations and him being in my corner um, is awesome. So, yeah, when I found out the news, like, <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. So we literally text each other at the same time and we're freaking losing our minds. So we, we hopped on FaceTime and we had a great talk and, you know, he's super excited and, yeah, we're just ready to get to work. I bet, I bet. So, because you're tight, uh, I'm assuming you follow him on Twitter because you know he's very sensitive as to who follows him and who doesn't. Um, you know, he even called Kyler Murray out for that sort of thing. So, I'm sure you, right? You guys are all <laughs> locked course. up there. Okay, just want to make sure about that. Yeah, yeah we're locked in. And I'm telling you, I mean, because now you got Russell Wilson in your division, man, and this yeah. is the deepest. Uh, quarterback uh, division we've seen certainly in the AFC last time that all four starters were had a Pro Bowl under their belt to start a season in the same division in the AFC was the 2012 AFC West that's a nugget that I saw through the NFL Network research so clearly that is important to get as many pass rushes as possible going I'd imagine yeah right. absolutely you know obviously with free agency starting you know everybody um <laughs> You know, it's been kind of quiet on on the Raiders side of things. People are like tweeting at me, "Come on, Max, recruit! Come on, we got to get things going. We got, you know, the Broncos got Russell, the Chargers got Khalil, and you know, people are freaking out. But you know, today I think was a was a big day um, for Raider Nation. So you know, I'm I'm super fired up, and obviously, the quarterbacks in our division are ridiculous. You know, if you got arguably you got three. You got two young superstars. You got Derek Carr, who's an established Pro Bowler. You got freaking Russell Wilson, who's going to be, you know, arguably in the Hall of Fame. 
Um, it's incredible, but that's what you play for. Like at the end of the day, that's what I want to play against. Um, it just gets me fired up. Um, it pushes me every day even more um, to improve, just continue getting better. Raiders defensive end Max Crosby here on the Rich Eisen Show. So last we spoke, um, you were, you know, it, it was fresh off of the season ender uh, against Cincinnati, and you were pounding the table for Rich Bisaccia to get the job full-time. As we know, he is not the full-time head coach. It's Josh McDaniels now, your new HC. How does how did that all sit with you, and how does everything clearly uh, work out for you? We know contract-wise, but just about the fact that the coach that the, the team was really into and, and, and rallied around is, is not the guy that they eventually landed on, Max. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the tough part about this business is that you're never going to be, you're never going to get whatever, you know, everything you want. You know, at the end of the day, we all love Rich. Everybody in that locker room loves Rich. Um, but it's a part of this business. You know, at the end of the day, as a player, you can't control everything. Um, I could only get my piece. Um, so I just shared my truth, you know, about Rich and how I felt. Um, you know, but things went the other way. You know, Zay Jones, another guy. I love Zay Jones to death. One of the best teammates I've had. And he's, you know, he decided to go somewhere else as well. So it's like, at the end of the day, you just got to, you know, hold people in high regard um, and wish them the best. At the end of the day, Rich will always be in my corner. I know Zay will be in my corner. I know Yannick, um, you know, Yannick got traded to uh, the Colts as well. And that's like, that's like a brother to me. So I'm always have love for him. So that's just a part of this business. You know, you're never in in full control and um, you just got to continue to improve every single day. So that's, that's my goal, and, you know, I just – I got – you know, I am always have a ton of love for all those guys. Well, what can you tell me? Again, you're not in the building yet, right? I mean, the CBA prevents being in the building in terms of, you know, so on and so forth, um, full-time, getting in playbooks or what have you. But what about the new regime, certainly on your side of the ball? Can you tell Raiders fans about how things might be different than previous? Yeah, you know, I – I don't want to correct you, but I, I've I've been in the building I bet. the day after Super Bowl. I've been training and <laughs> well, know, I guess I, I guess I guess I mean in the playbooks and things of that nature. I should have said that. Yeah, no, for <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, you know, obviously being around the new staff, just kind of building the relationship first has been super important. Obviously, we're all new to each other, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm always there, um, and I always run into them and, and to have great conversations. So. Um, you know, they're in it for the same reasons. At the end of the day, they want to win football games and they want to, you know, bring a ring or multiple rings um, to Las Vegas. So Coach McDaniels, Coach Graham, you know, Rob Ryan being there, um, Coach Oakham, there's there's so many new guys. Um, but we're just building those relationships. Um, we could watch film, talk fo- uh, talk football, you know, just, just go over everything because at the end of the day, the relationships are what matter most. So um, we're just building those, um, building those stronger every day and, you know, I think I think we got a great group of coaches, you know, who are coming in and ready to, you know, change this thing around. And then Patrick Graham, you mentioned the new defensive coordinator. How different the defense do you think it's going to be? The difference between last year and this? Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Graham. Um, I've known him uh, since I since I got in the league. Uh, he we had a great interview um, when I was <laughs> getting ready for the draft, and he was like super positive, and he's uh, <laughs> it was funny. I, he was so positive and so like nice to me and like man I, I love the way you play and and at that time I was you know not people didn't really think that highly of me I had you know I was coming from Eastern I was like 240 pounds 
And hearing him talk like so positively, I thought he was like being sarcastic and like messing with me. <laughs> but you know, we ended up, you know, whatever the interview went, you know, how it went. I called my agent. I'm like, I don't know if this dude was messing with me or not, but he was, he didn't say one negative thing. And I end up, you know, fast forward, I end up seeing, you know, Patrick Graham hired his Raiders D coordinator, and I immediately got a call from him, and he's like, man. You remember our interview, blah, blah, blah. Goes, man, I love, I love your game. I'm, I'm so excited to coach you. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So it's just wild. But as far as the scheme of things, um, he likes to run a lot of different things, and he bases it off the personnel. So, you know, he's a great coach. Um, he's proven that. Um, and I think he's going to put us in the best position to be successful. And, and, and there's, on a scale of zero to uh, certifiably insane, how crazy is Rob Ryan? Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got from all I'm going to say is he's my kind of guy <laughs> he's my kind of guy he's, he's hilarious and he's you know he loves football and he's he, every single day he's always he's always walking through hey Max what's up man I got a little cut up for you got some Ryan Kerrigan this week you got some other stuff and I'm always asking him to make stuff for me as well so He's a he's a great dude. I was just with him today. Well, he he uh, a couple of years ago uh, he spent some time on NFL Network during the playoffs as a guest uh, analyst. I think we had to provide him a tie and shoes. I think that had to come from our wardrobe department. That's how he showed up, like open toed sandals and and no tie. And we're like, okay, yeah. coach, this is your view. I think that happened. I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah, that's to one thing I respect. He's always going to do him. That's, and I, I fully respect it. There's no doubt about that. Max Crosby here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, and then the last time we spoke, um, you did not have your long-term contract extension. And I wish you a hearty congratulations on that, sir. Um, you know, 95 million bucks, a uh, whole bunch of new money, a whole bunch of guaranteed money. And I follow you on Twitter, uh, at Crosby Max, um, two X's. And I saw a photograph that you had tweeted out uh, on the the 11th of March. It's your right hand on the steering wheel with the date of 3-11-20 on your thumb. And you said, today is a special day, two years sober. And then I saw on your Twitter account just a few hours later, a photograph of you smiling and signing a new contract with that very same hand. And it blew me away that on your two-year sober anniversary you hit it with a long-term contract and i'm wondering how that landed with you max crosby (laughs) yeah you know uh it's funny because the night before um the night before is when i got the news um that we were locked in you know we we had been going back and forth for a little while um and we finally got to a point where we were comfortable they were comfortable and you know we we got it we got it done so i knew that next day um i was going to be signing and everything like that um and it's just crazy how it works you know the timing of it is like you know you can't make it up so um it was just you know i went in there early in the morning to go work out and then you know i knew i was about to sign my contract that day so it's just it's just crazy how the timing of thing goes and you know just doing the right things at the end of the day like that's what that represents to me like two years Two years ago, I was literally in a <laughs> in a car on my way to L.A. You know, to get sober, um, go to a, a rehab facility. Like, and two years later, I'm almost made a hundred million dollars. You know, got a hundred million dollar contract, which is like it's bizarre. You know, just it just shows you. You know, like if you do the right things consistently and put your you know right foot forward, it's like 
it's unbelievable where you can go. And it just, it, it's exciting for me because I know it's just the beginning. And, like, I'm, I'm so far from where I want to be, um, which is, you know, a Hall of Famer. I want to be a lot of, you know, I want to be a great player. You know, the money, you know, Kobe talks about all the time, like money's always, <laughs> money's never should be your motivation because once you get the money, then you're not playing for anything. So, like, for me, I, at the end of the day, I'm playing for the love of it. And, you know, Coach Marinelli talks about all the time, like having that childish love for the game. And that's just, for me, it's like I feel like a kid. You know, obviously the money's amazing, but if I play the right way and continue to take care of myself the way I'm doing, I'm going to make more money than I ever imagined. So um, it's just a blessing, man. It's uh, super super exciting. My family, my, my fiance, everybody's all excited. And, you know, I'm just doing what I do, show up early in the morning, get to work, and, you know, keep keep pushing forward. If you don't mind me asking, you could uh, not answer if you don't want. But what what caused you to get into the car that day on the twentieth, the the uh, the eleventh of March, twenty twenty? What caused you to get in that car to go to Los Angeles, Max? Um, you know, at first I didn't I didn't want to get in the car. Um, and that's that's the scary part about you know that disease. You know, the disease I have. You know, addiction is is no joke. Um. And I was at my last, my last straw. Like I couldn't, I was at the point where just mentally, physically, I was so drained that I, you know, I knew I didn't want to get in the car. I didn't want to go to rehab, but I knew I literally had to. Um, and that's kind of what it was for me. I looked myself in the mirror and was like, I need help. Like there's no other way. I got to get help. And without the people around me, with the team, my, my, from my agent to my mentors, from, you know, to my fiance, all the people around me, like without them, you know, it wouldn't be possible. So there's so many people I can, you know, give credit to. But yeah, you know, the main reason was just, you know, it was it was time, you know, to stop living that way um, and just change change what I had going on. And if I had told you as you got in that car, hey, the the decision you're making right now is going to lead to two years from now you signing uh, damn near a nine figure contract because it's going to unlock the talent in you. What would you have said, Max? Honestly, I don't, I, I don't know. You know, honestly, it's, I would have, looking back, it didn't even seem real. You know, for me, you know, looking back for, for these two years, it's been, what, 300 or close to 700 days or whatever, or a little over 700 days. Like, the amount of footwork that I've had to do to get to this point, is insane and the the exciting part is that it's only been two years like i have so much more room to grow um i'm still growing into my body i'm still i'm still 24 years old i'm young um and got so much more to look forward to so um yeah it's just it's just a blessing you know not not only for me but my kids um my future kids everybody's gonna be you know taken care of so it's just you know it's that extra security um that's that's amazing so yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the next one. I'm going to win some more rings, and that's 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 the ultimate goal. Yeah, uh, I got to tell you, I just saw those tweets just a few hours apart, and it blew me away. I really did, and I'm like, you know what? I got to ask him next time he comes on about uh, <laughs> about that day and what the significance of that day and two years apart. And really, you know, because we talk about this sort of subject matter on this show all the time, Max, is what it means to so many yeah. people to see how yes, making sir. these decisions and sticking with it and it being very difficult, I'm sure, for you as a professional athlete, being around, you know, uh, uh, spirits, if you will, you know, and, and in yeah. Las Vegas. 
my gosh, the, you know, and how it's paid off. Literally, figuratively, it's so cool. It is so cool, Max. It's so awesome. I appreciate it, Rich. You are very welcome. Um, so congrats on that. And uh, what what does the next few weeks look f- like for you? Walk me through what the next few um, weeks for you is. Business as usual. Okay. Um, that day, like the day after I signed, I was in the building super early in the morning getting after it. So um, I'm in full training mode. I've been for almost a month and a half now. So, yeah, just, just working and getting ready for OTAs. All right. You're going to be there around the draft? I'm coming to town, you know. Coming to town. Absolutely. I'll be seeing you for sure. Okay. I will be there. Uh, it's, the NFL draft's coming to Las Vegas, Nevada. I hope to see you and, and, and shake that hand that you signed the uh, the contract with. And we'll <laughs> we'll do this again sometime soon. Congrats on that. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in just a couple weeks. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, brother. Always, always. That is Pro Bowl defensive end and all pro at the position. Max Crosby right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. That's what you got to do. So Khalil Mack added to Joey Bosa when Russell Wilson's added to Denver. And then Denver adds Randy Gregory to go with Bradley Chubb because that's still Patrick Mahomes and that's still Justin Herbert and that's still Derek Carr. And then they add Chandler Jones to Max Crosby and the Las Vegas Raiders because Russell Wilson comes to Denver and that's still Herbert and that's still the Chiefs. One name still out there, uh, free agency, that's kind of uh, surprising to me. I'd be all over him like the proverbial rat on cheese if I was uh, looking for anybody. Who would that be? I'll talk about that when I come back. That's called a tease. C.J. Jefferson, it's called a tease, everybody. All right, we're back with that and more fall calls on this busy Thursday. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me – I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Callaway Odyssey putters are available for everybody who, you know, wants to make pots. How does that sound? (laughs) You want to make putts? Got yeah, you want to make you. putts? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Of course. You want a putter that champions use, whether it's on the PGA or the LPGA or champions tours. In the last 37 major championships across those tours, not only did more pros play in Odyssey in those majors, but more pros won major championships in 2021 with an Odyssey. Xander Shoffley brought home gold last year with an Odyssey putter. Being the number one putter on tour, 
However, it takes more than a good year. Consistent performance and a steady stream of game-changing innovations helps as well. I've been telling you about the new Tri-Hot 5K with the legendary White Hot insert. Mind-blowing, because it's a classic blade with the forgiveness of a mallet. Makes no sense, but it's an example of why the best players in the world rely on Odyssey putters when it matters most. See what makes Odyssey the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. You know how uh, you, you revisit with old friends and it feels like you never left? You see an old friend, and you're like, oh, gosh, it's, it's, been, it's been too so long. long. It's been too long. I look down on the phone line, and I see an old, the name of an old friend. Oh, oh yeah. Grandma Gloria Glassman, yes. back in the day, was a regular of this show, and that's because nothing pissed her off more than the Cleveland Browns doing the wrong thing. And they did a lot of wrong things back in the day of this show. But now Baker Mayfield sent out a letter to Cleveland. That includes Gl- Grandma Gloria Glassman, who's called back into the show how are you, Grandma Gloria? Don't ask. You can light a fire to me right now. Oh. I'd like to take your putter, you know, or I'd like to hit it. <laughs> okay, so what, what are you upset about? What do you think I'm upset about? I think the Haslam's, don't even ask. What I'd like to tell you about the Haslam's, they and their whole organization can go you know where. How what they did to Baker Mayfield is a disgrace. And I, I can't tell, talk. I'm so mad and so hot right now. I hope they never win another game. Well, you don't really mean that, Grandma. No, Gloria. I don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, Rich, yes. how does an organization act? They've always been bad. The Haslam's were in trouble themselves. They should have been put in prison instead of the other people. I am so angry at them. I, but how do you do this? How do you go and interview somebody, first of all, who I didn't even want, and he refused to come here, so he shows you what kind of organization we are. They got rid of Landry. They got rid of Treader. They don't know what they're doing. And what, so what do you make of Odell looking so good out here, though, Grandma well, Gloria? What do you I, don't, I can't fully blame Baker Mayfield. Honest to God, Rich. By the way, Rich, yes. you're still the best. You know, when I, I haven't talked to you since the pandemic. When the pandemic was on, you were the only thing that held me together. I love that, Grandma Gloria. I really Thank mean, you for Of course, I learned that. how to be a bartender, too. There were more martinis <laughs> in Manhattan's made than ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're pro-baker. You're pro-baker. Oh, yeah. Very much so. I mean, all right, he isn't the greatest, I know. But treat somebody with respect. Don't just go out and get somebody and not tell him or ask him anything. Oh, my God, I am really, really angry. And you should hear the radio here. You should hear the radio. What are they people. saying? What's the general sense? Oh, they hate them. They're really angry with the Haslam's. Well, who would like the Haslam's? You ought to be happy. The only one worse than him are your Dolans in New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I let you go, you've you got to be excited about the Cavs, though, right? you got to be fired up. Oh, about the Cavs. gosh, thank goodness I'm with the Cavs and with our Indians. I'm not calling them the Guardians. I don't know what's going to be with them. Right. But, oh, my goodness, Bridge, do something. Help me. I don't know. I, help I, me. You're the only one that can help me. I've been the one, help. Grandma Gloria. I've been I've been there for Baker, and I've been I saying know you that have. you know. But it, you know the way the season ended, I'm totally mystified as to why he played so poorly. Um, you know, uh, well, I know he was, was hurt, hurt too, so I don't know what to make of all of it. It really is confusing. I, I to me. don't either. But he was hurt, and you know what? That's another mystery. Why did they? Why did they leave him in? What? What? He was crippled. Why did they leave him in? Well, I think he wanted to be in there, you know. Well, that's a tough I, story, I don't know, but I'm really upset, and you can hear me. I, I mean, can. I want to call you when I can talk about nice things and happy things. Well, you call me anytime. You know, you know, you haven't I lost know the number. I know, I will. And you, thank goodness for you, because you and your crew, I love them. Of course, Christopher sometimes angry me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chris. That's grandma, but grandma, come you, on. you and me both. You and come me on. both. I wish I wish <laughs> I had those drinks. Celtics are ahead of my, my Cavaliers. That's number one. We got you. Anyways, Rich, thanks a lot. Take care, Grandma Gloria. Maybe I'll hear good news. Maybe they'll keep Baker. Don't lose this number. We'll chat with you soon. It's been too long. Be well. Don't be a stranger. Thank you, Don't Rich. Be a stranger. Thanks a lot, and have a wonderful day. You too. I still gr- love you, Rich. Love you too, Grandma Gloria. <laughs> right. There you Bye-bye. go. There you go. That's my... Uh, my grandma in Cleveland, Grandma Gloria Glassman. She was a I regular. Mean, oh. oh, but by the way, she sounds exactly the same she as she did years ago. Fantastic. Because the Browns have disappointed her exactly the same way. <laughs> Rich, she hasn't lost it. Rich. Neither of the Browns ever had it. She didn't call after they beat the Steelers. She should have called then. I know. You know? Can they make it up? Like can they, they can, can they of course they can. Baker, you're under contract. Where are you going to go? We're not trading you. We don't want to be left with everybody else. But you got a chip. And then on your Baker's going to have to be okay. And then guess what? Oh. Then you ball out, and then you're what? Then you're franchise tagged. You get slapped. <laughs> oh, that's a slap. That's a good slap to have, though. It's a great slap. About not a bad slap. Thirty-five million dollars yeah, slap. I mean, Kirk Cousins' pen is going to the Hall of Fame after being twice slapped. It's a good slap. You like that? Yes. Okay. I feel like Red Arback. Light the cigar. Hey, My team's hey, already victorious hey, in the second round. Enjoy the rest of the madness, everybody. Andrew Whitworth is our first guest in studio tomorrow. See you then. <laughs>